Welcome to the Comic Web Superman Old Time Radio Podcast, where each week we bring you an exciting radio episode from the early years of the Man of Steel. The Comic Web sells old time radio programs and comic books. Check us out at comicweb.com. The Comic Web also offers two other podcasts. One is a variety of old time radio programs, and the other is a video podcast of the old movie cliffhanger serials. You can find them on our website or just type Comic Web into iTunes and they should pop up. Now just sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode of Superman. Thank you. Presenting the transcription feature, Superman! Look! Up in the sky! It's a bird! It's a plane! It's Superman! Yes, it's Superman! Strange visitor from the planet Krypton, who came to Earth with powers and abilities far beyond those of mortal men. Superman, who can leap tall buildings at a single bound, race a speeding bullet to its target, then steel in his bare hands. And who, disguised as Clark Kent, mild-mannered reporter for a great metropolitan newspaper, fights a never-ending battle for truth and justice. And now to our story. As you remember, Clark Kent and editor Perry White were the handcuffed prisoners of Duke Renard in a second-floor room of a frame house on the outskirts of Metropolis. Kent, unable to assume his true role of Superman because of Perry White's presence, tried getting a message through to his friend Dr. Roebling, inventor of the amazing voice machine an instrument capable of picking up sound waves no matter where or when they were created. Renard and his henchman Curly, listening to Kent repeating the message over and over again, laugh uproariously. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> Dr. Roebling. Dr. Roebling. Listen to this, Curly. <laughs> this is Clark Kent. Mr. White and I are being held on the second floor of a frame house at 10th Street and Marlowe Avenue. You see, Curly? Notify the police at once. I don't get it, Duke. What's the gag? There ain't no gag. He really means it. What's he shooting his mouth off for? Who's he expect to hear that stuff? He's broadcasting, Curly. Broadcasting? Don't you understand? He's making out he's a radio station, and he's broadcasting a message to a pal of his, a guy named Roebling. What's the matter with him? Nuts? Now, Curly, that ain't a nice thing to say about Mr. Kent. Did you hear what Curly said, Mr. Kent? It really doesn't matter. Of course not. If you want to be a broadcasting station, you go right ahead. Thanks. <laughs> Dr. Roebling. Listen Dr. Roebling. <laughs> this is Clark Kent. Notify the police that Mr. White and myself are being held in a house at 10th Street and Marlowe Avenue by Duke Renard. Now, ain't that something, Curly? Ever hear anything like it? No, not me. Go ahead, Kent. We like it, Curly and me. Oh, I'm finished, thank you. Oh, now, come on. Just because Curly don't believe you're a radio station, you don't mean you're going to stop. No, I think I've done enough, thanks. Dr. Roebling was listening. He'll have the police here shortly. Oh, I see. If he was listening, he'll call the cops and tell them about it. Yes, that's the general idea. <laughs> you don't have much respect for the cops in this town, do you, Kent? Respect? What do you mean? You think the Metropolis cops are dumb enough to fall for a crackpot story about some guy getting a message through the air? Well, I wouldn't worry about that if I were you, Renard. I'm sure Dr. Roebling will be capable of explaining how he received the message. Yeah, I'll bet. I'll give a hundred bucks just to hear this Roebling bozo explain how you're sitting here with bracelets on your wrist, spouting messages to him, and how he's hearing them 20 miles away. <laughs> yeah, that'd be something. Don't you think so, White? I'm thinking only one thing, Renard. If the sooner you are behind the bars, the better I like it. Then Kent can send me messages. <laughs> Providing I'm listening. You'll get a message, all right, from the judge. It'll say 20 years to life, or maybe even the electric chair. No, 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 don't excite yourself, Mr. White. It isn't worth it. Sure, keep calm, you little longer. For the love of heaven, Kent, how can you sit there and tell me not to excite myself when you know what this means? It's a matter of life or death for Henry Benson. What are you talking about? You know exactly what I'm talking about. 
You and your hoodlums are planning to murder Henry Benson at 9 o'clock tonight when they transfer him from city jail to the state prison. You're rubbing him out to keep him quiet. Somebody's been telling you stories, Pop. Yes, but they're true stories, Renard. That's what you think. Oh, neither Mr. White nor I have to think. We know. You drew lots to pick a man to go into the city jail and kill Benson. Curly was elected. Now, wait a minute. Let me finish. The district attorney's office found out about that little plan and decided to transfer Benson to the state prison. Someone, probably the big guy who gives you orders, tipped you off that the transfer is being made at 9 o'clock tonight. And so Curly and Spud are to follow the car Benson will be riding in and put an end to him. Who told you all this? I got it from a very reliable source. There's only one thing missing. Why does your boss, the big guy, want to get rid of Henry Benson? You tell me. I'll tell you. Because your boss is mixed up in the million-dollar shortage the auditors found in the city treasury. And although Benson was city treasurer and responsible for the shortage, the big guy had a hand in it, and he's afraid Benson might break down and talk. Like I said before, you've been going to too many movies. Uh, we didn't get all this information from movies, Renard. Every bit of it is true, and you know it. Don't either of you move if you want to live. Hello? The same price symbols was yesterday. Okay, boss. What? No kidding. How'd it happen? As the phone rings and Duke Renard lifts the receiver from the hook, Clark Kent leans forward in his chair and, making use of Superman's acute hearing, manages to pick up a woman's voice coming over the wire. What's the difference how it happened? Stop asking silly questions and listen to me. Okay. Two squad cars left here about three minutes ago. Warren followed them with some detectives. We'd better scram in a hurry. What about these two guys? What two guys? Kent and White from the newspaper. They know plenty. What can they know? Everything. The whole setup. Then get rid of them. We can't afford to take any chances now. You mean... You know what I mean. Get rid of them. Okay. Now listen. Call me as soon as you locate somewhere. Right. Curly. Yeah, boss. Someone tipped the cops. They're on the way here. Uh, what did I tell you? Don't worry, Pop. It won't do you no good. Curly, tell Spud to start the car and get me a couple of hunks of rope. Okay. So, the police have finally caught up with you, Renard. Not yet, buddy. It's a long way from headquarters out here. We've still got time. Your goose is cooked, Renard. Not mine, Pop. Yours. Here's the rope, Duke. Good. Tie up the old guy. I'll take care of Kent. You keep your hands off me. Pipe down, Grandpa. I'll slug you. Now have to go to all this Take trouble, me. Renard. We can't follow you, not with these handcuffs on. I just want to make sure you don't bust loose when things start to get a little hot. There we are. That'll hold you. Hold on, Curly. Yep. Okay, let's go. So long. That low-down snake in the grass. I'd just like to get my hands on him once, that's all. Now, now, don't exert yourself, Mr. White. You can't loosen that rope. Oh, now, who do you suppose called him to tell him the police were on the way? It was a woman, Mr. White. Huh? Uh, what? Well, how do you know? I heard her voice over the wire. She told him exactly how many cars were coming, three in all. Two squad cars and one with a district attorney and some detectives. You mean to say you heard all that? Oh, yes, she uh, had rather a loud voice. Well, uh, I didn't hear a thing. Yes, I, I am getting old. But anyway, what good does it do us? Bernard and his pack of vermin are gone. We'll catch up with them. The important thing is that they won't dare try to get Benson tonight. At least we accomplish... What's the matter? I smell smoke. Yeah, so do I. Oh, look. Huh. Look, Kent, it's coming up through the cracks in the floor. Hey, that... Well, what is it? 
<coughs> now I know what Renard meant when he said he wanted to make sure we didn't bust loose when things started to get a little hot. The house is on fire. Oh, no, no, it can't be. That's what it is. The floor is getting warm. Oh, what do we do? Now try to loosen this rope. <laughs> this bird's alive. But... No, we won't. Now just keep your head this way. There. Renard needs a lesson in rope tying. Now I can free you even with these handcuffs on. Wait a minute. Listen. Flames crackling. We've got to hurry. Hold still. You'll never get out, Kent. We're doomed. Oh, don't be silly. There, you're free. There you are. Yeah, now what? Wait, I'll I'll try this door. Oh, it's locked. Kent, our only chance is out the window. The place is an inferno. I can feel the heat coming up through the floor. I think I can force this door. Stand back, will you? Once more, I'll do it. There we are. No, Kent. Look. Oh, it's blazing. Boy, it is hot. Oh, the flame is being sucked into the room now. The jump can. Out the window. Wait a minute, Mr. White. Wait, you can't do that. There's a stone pavement below. You may crack your skull. Yeah, no. being burned alive. Let go of my arm. I won't let you jump. Let go, I say. Please, Mr. White. Let go. Let go. Oh, I can do this, but it's the only way. Oh. There. Now we can go out the window, Mr. White. You and Superman. Oh, here come the squad cars. I don't want them to spot me because there's work to do tonight. Up with the window. Out. And up. Up. And away. Down, Spud. Pull up at that gas station and fill the tank. I gotta make a call. Okay, Joe. Keep an eye out for cops, Curly. I'll be right back. Don't worry. Where's the phone booth, Spud? Uh, right inside, Mister. You want some gas? Yeah, fill her up. The boys in the car will pay you. Okay. What are you getting for fish today? Same price we got for symbols yesterday. Where are you, Duke? About ten miles out of Metropolis. I'm calling from a gas station. What happened? Everything's okay. Are you sure? Positive. Good. Now listen to me. It's 7.20 now. Benson is leaving the city jail at 8 instead of 9. How come? Never mind. There'll be two deputies in the car, one at the wheel and one sitting with Benson. Okay. Where are you going to head the car off? Near the Red River Bridge. All right. But remember, this time it's got to be right. Don't worry, it will. Call me at the other number as soon as you're through. Right. So long. So long. Okay, girly? Yeah. Let's go, then. Where to, Duke? The Conway Turnpike just before the Red River Bridge and make it fast. Now, what's the hurry? Benson ain't leaving the jail till nine. He's leaving at eight. We got 30 minutes to get there. Are you coming along, Duke? Yeah. I gotta be sure this job is done right. Step on it, Spud. Thirty minutes to get to the Conway Turnpike on an errand of death. Whoever is out to get Henry Benson is desperate now. This is the last chance to silence the ex-city treasurer and keep him from talking. Will Kent, even as Superman, be able to save Benson from the horrible fate in store for him? As far as he knows, the car carrying Benson is leaving the city jail at 9. Something exciting is bound to happen, so tune in to the next episode. Follow the thrilling story with Superman. Don't forget, tune in again for the next thrilling episode with Superman. Look, up in the sky. It's a bird. It's a plane. It's Superman. Superman.
Superman is a copyrighted feature appearing in Action Comics magazine. <laughs>